everybody, I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meets Spirituality, where we believe in personal growth through business success. Business is this wonderful opportunity to grow spiritually, right? Just fun. Life is this way to grow. I'm joined by Hallie Warner, my chief of staff. Today, um, actually, Hallie, you have a question, right? Well, we had a question from yeah. um, one of our podcast listeners, awesome. so we're going to talk about that. Um, the question was, and kind of the statement was, I am personally growing, having joy. I am learning and growing spiritually, and even at work, I study. However, I don't get to the numbers and bottom lines. I am not sure how to understand this as I relate completely to everything you are saying, which is awesome. Um, how do I make the connection? Am I in the wrong business? I don't feel it's the business I need to change. What do you think? What do you think of that when you read that? What are your thoughts when you instantly go there? Well, from what I gather on this, she's she's doing the work in the personal side and the personal growth in the spirituality side. Um, whatever that might mean. Maybe she's got her morning routine. She's meditating. She's exercising. She's working on letting go. She feels like she's got all of that down, but the results aren't showing up in the, and she's using the business world, but the results aren't showing up in the external world. So she's trying to figure out how to, if I'm doing all this work, why aren't, why isn't my business thriving? Because this is, if the cornerstone of my business success is personal growth, personal development, personal um, spirituality routines, why isn't the business happening? Yeah. Yeah. And when I, I actually sat down with this individual and had a conversation with her and, and interesting, she, I mean, she was killing it right on the, on the personal development side. She was doing those things and she was wondering why she wasn't showing up in the business. And, and I think people can get trapped in this kind of world where oh, we actually just had another individual email me over the weekend, kind of caught in this same kind of thing where it's like, Hey, I'm in this very intense piece. Yeah. You're smiling because you, you read the email, like just in this intense piece. And at the same time, like I don't really have this motivation to work in the business side. Um, and I think that can be a trap when you're going through in your spiritual journey, right? That you can you can start to feel that there is this um, this inner peace that you're developing, which may not have this doing drive, right? We're talking about being, right? Being is more grounded, knowing that you're a spiritual being, just having this experience, just watching life unfold, just watching the trees, watching birds fly, right? You just it's not like you're just sitting out there, right? But <laughs> And, uh, and then not really needing this, not having this motivation to want to show up in the business world or show up as myself. Well, I think maybe one of the first questions there for, to me, if that wasn't my situation would be, is it, is it even the business that I want to be? I mean, to a certain degree, maybe it's just not the right business or the right job for these people. Yeah. Which definitely could be, I think people get caught, you know, this is a, it's a great conversation because I think people can get caught in, in the fact of like, I'm working on my spiritual side of me and I'm working on this inward growth and therefore I don't really want to pay attention to life. It's almost what people that's now I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but that's essentially what people kind of get to this place of like, I just want to work on this side of things. And it kind of seems like work and life is getting in the way of it or my family. Like you even see some people like their family, like, you know, the, the Buddha, I mean, he left his family, but it's different times, but you know, it kind of gets in there and, and, you know, reminds me of the, the, the Bhagavad Gita, which is, which is a very ancient book. If you haven't read it, which talks about, um, you know, it's, the whole premise of the book is that yes, work on your inward journey, work on your personal growth, your spirituality. There's much more Zen sayings in there, but that's kind of what it's saying. But at the same time, you need to do the work, right? You, like you need to show up and and sweep the floor, right? You're when it's, I think it was what it said is like when you're all when it's all said and done, you're still showing up to, to mop the floor, right? Like so, you have to show up in life and do these things instead of using one of these things as an outlet for it. Well. I- I don't know if this is where you're going, but I feel there's always this conflict for me too, which is we talk about letting life unfold for you and letting go, um, which makes me feel like I'm totally out of control versus then I got to switch over to the business world and be like, 
okay, here are our numbers. We need to hit these goals in the next 12 weeks. Um, I need to hold these people accountable, et cetera, et cetera, which feels like not letting go and not letting life unfold. Yeah. You know, so it's a, there's a fine line there and hopefully people listen to this sentence because it's important for people to understand this, that are wrestling with this. There's a, there's a difference between letting the personal side of you go and letting, um, and, and just letting everything go. It's almost like you're announcing things. So the way I've come to understand this and, and if apply to my life in business, or if you're an employee, right there, you have to be accountable. You're living life. There's accountability. There's real world. If you don't realize there's a real world out there, right? It's, it's happening. You need to interact with it. You can't just, that's what I'm saying. You can't just go high. You have to interact with the world. You need to show up. You need to create, you need to help. So in business, there is, you can't just sit there and let employees walk over you. You can't sit there and not be attached to a result. You just you won't have a business. You can't or just a be a job, a like, job. Exactly. You can't just, just be free flowing to do all those things. What you do let go of. So you don't let go of the result. You don't let go of the accountability. You don't let go of people being able to walk in. You don't let people not showing up. It's nothing to do with that. What you let go of is you let go of the personal side or the, the, the personal fruit from the labor that you are trying to get from it, or some personal feeling you're trying to get from it. So you let go of the, you don't let go of the result, you let go of the, 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 the material item or the personal feeling you're trying to get through the result. Therefore, then you're no longer attached to the outcome. And when you can no longer be attached to the outcome, that's actually when you can show up and hold people accountable much better, because as you hold them accountable with no attached outcome personally, then you can see clearly what needs to get done, who's going to show up and who's not. It's really just allowing, when you've allowed that ego to come in there and say, I need our business to hit this number so I can buy the second home. Now, the second home has nothing to do with whether or not you need your business. It's, if you want a second home, go get one. You do that when it comes in, when, when goodness comes, let it come. And when it departs, let it depart. When darkness comes, let it come and let it depart when it departs. So when goodness comes of income coming in, great. Yes, do it. If you have it, then go, go buy a house, go buy whatever you want to. But the minute you've made the result in your business about you, you've now made it about you instead of about the result or instead of about the business, instead of about being able to push forward with that. And that's the whole thing. Then you, so that in itself is working on yourself, right? It's you're letting go of the, the personal attachment to the, the outcome, to the result that you're getting. And the minute you let go of that, you're actually, then it's not that you just let go of the accountability. That's why I'm trying to define that. It's a fine line. What you let go of is any personal attachment to the outcome of something you're trying to get from it personally, instead of just allowing it to be focused on the result and allowing that to unfold, however that unfolds. And it may unfold to a different company. It may unfold to a different direction. It may unfold to a different website, right? It may unfold to whatever it is you let go of let of that that outcome of seeing what your were your fruits of your of your action. Then you show up and contribute to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this this listener's specific question, when she's saying she's is doing a lot of that work and the letting go and maybe letting go of the outcomes and. Well, she wasn't letting go of the outcome. What, okay. what it ultimately was, was she was using this as like a, hey, I'm working on myself and how come business just isn't showing up? 
And what I came to find out is she's just not doing the work in the business side because she's attached to the outcome. And so she's saying, I shouldn't, if I'm working on myself, I really shouldn't have to do this work because it should be showing up in here. Okay. Cause that's my, what was my question, which is if you're doing, they're doing this, all this personal work, why aren't the results showing up? Because they're doing all this personal work to gain something and they're expecting an outcome from this work that they're getting. Yes. And it's just going to take, it should be like, Hey, I, 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 I'm actually really happy. I'm not, I'm not stressed out and doing all these different things. Right. But it's just not showing up in the work. Well, because you're just, it, it, it's like, you're not holding anything accountable. You're not holding yourself accountable to the actions. You're actually what really what you walked through was just waking up one day and realizing, okay, um, I need to let go of trying to not do the work because it was almost like she was putting herself into a situation where she didn't want to actually do, do the work because she just wanted to concentrate on this, but you still have to interact with life, right? You still need to, you need money, right? To a certain extent, right? To be able to keep moving things forward. And so what we actually all ended up finding out was she was just blocked from previous issues that happened um, that actually didn't allow her to become successful. So instead of putting her energy where she could in her business line, she actually went this way to try to go around it without having to face the issue that's preventing her from actually achieving success. Because in her mind, she has she had dedicated success or, or linked success to something negatively, which is preventing her from taking the action. Because because then she had said, well, if I get successful, now I'm, I'm this and this and this, and this is not something that I could actually do. And so we had to work around that to basically remove the blockage of let go of that part of that to free the weight so she could see clearly on what she needed to do. And that's ultimately what we did with it. But a lot of people get caught in this trap though. They, they, they either use business that's what typically happens, right? As, as this way of not having to look at other parts of their life because they can be so distracted from that. Um, she was just using spirituality as this way of her personal growth as a distraction from not having to look at the business side of her life or why wasn't she successful? And she goes, and that's exactly what her email says is, well, I don't need to be successful. I'm already really happy. I'm already really happy here. But then ultimately she came to a realization of going, well, I'm doing this work. She just came to a place where she was ready and said, I'm doing this work, but the, the business isn't there. Like what, and she was genuinely trying to figure out why. Mm. And it become, there was like this wall was up. And every time she tried to go to the business side, she would hit the wall. Um, and so we, we removed the wall, which is just an energy pattern, right? It's just stored. Um, so you got to remove that. And then she was able to actually focus on what she needed to do on the business side. But people get caught up in that. And they need to be very careful about wanting, when, you, when you're picking an outcome, why are you picking it, Right. And if you can let go of, it doesn't mean you don't enjoy the outcome. Now, this is where it gets confusing. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's like you need nothing but enjoy everything. It's that phrase. It's when you need nothing, you're not attached to the outcome. So if you don't get it, you don't go, oh my God, this is over, right? Or if you're attached to an outcome in a certain marriage or a certain relationship or a certain business relationship, and some, at some point it's going to expire, whether they leave or die or whatever it is, like you're not necessarily attached to it. You're, you don't need anything, but you enjoy it while it's happening. And so you get to this place where you can realize that I'm just, I'm, I'm allowing, again, need nothing, be enjoying everything. So you get laser focused in business, you hold the accountability, you hold the results, but you're not attached to the result to give you something personally. I didn't say that more. It's just, but that's where people get caught up in is because they're attaching themselves to a result. And then when they don't get a result, they become so stressed about not getting that result instead of just saying, oh, I get it. It doesn't mean you don't take a level of action. You're just not doing it from this, right? Like this, this stress point, you're doing it at a much deeper place. And ultimately you, you're actually end up going to be succeeding in what you're actually looking for. Um, in terms of trying to get that, you're going to get it anyways, as long as you do that, you got to have questions on that because 
it's there. So here's a question for you about from an employee perspective, when you have goals that you have to achieve or, you know, worst case scenario, you get fired. Mm -hmm. How do you just let go of, let go of that and just say, well, who cares if I get fired? I guess I'll just have to let that go too. Well, it's not that you don't take massive action to not get fired. It's not like you don't take massive action to not be in a relationship. Um, it's like when we, we were dealing with this and I'm going to answer the question, I'm just doing it in a circle. Like we had an, we had a, an individual who basically was like, Hey, I have a really made issue with my daughter. And the response that I gave to you was you need to let it go. But, but you fight, then let go. You fight and let go and you fight and you let go. What that means is you get, you get focused on what you can do to contribute to the organization and you, and you stay focused on that as much as you absolutely can. If something comes and you get fired, then you're no longer attached to that job. And then you go, okay, I'm fired. It doesn't mean that you're, that you're happy about the situation. It's just that it didn't cause a whole bunch of disturbance inside, right? There's a, there's a difference. If you're lying on your deathbed, you may not be happy about the situation, but you can still have inner peace, right? And so it's, it, what, it, what it comes down to is I'm not attaching myself to any position that I'm in, yet while I'm in it, I'm going to give it all my, I've got without expecting me to ever have this certain outcome from things that I'm going to get from it. And then they will come because then people want to give you things when you don't expect them. And so that's the, it's just, it's a very fine line that you have to watch. But once you, once you get on that other side, then you start to see very clearly that, wow, I can go build all of this. I can be an employee and do all of this and not be so bothered by my work or so stressed about trying to hit certain things. You do all the action you can. You take all the necessary steps. You're still going to be doing the exact same work. You're just no longer a mess while you're doing it. I guess if that's the, that the easiest way to explain it, it doesn't mean you're going to change what you're doing. It just changes the inside disturbance from looking at it as like, oh my God, if I lose my job, I'm going to be, it's not going to make it. And if, I, and if I don't have a job, then I can't support my family. And like, you just go crazy thinking about that. Instead of realizing I'm going to do everything I can, take all the steps and I'm going to take massive action and hold myself accountable. We talked about that, mm-hmm. but I'm going to let go because it's not even, it's not anybody's control, right? To a certain extent. If you're an employee, right? What if the business goes under? <laughs> what if, you know, if, if something else happens, right? It's just, there's a lot of things out of your control to be able to do. And so you, that's part of life unfolding. And I can tell you, and we've talked about being fired before, most times when people are fired for things, I'm just saying generically most times, um, it's turned out for most people, if they're willing to get past that part, it's turned out to be a better thing for them, Right. And when it, the reason why it is, because when it doesn't mean you can't be, you're not going to feel a disturbance, you know, from the actual event. The difference is when something's, again, going back to that mantra, if it's happening outside, it can happen inside. If it's not happening outside, it's not happening inside. So if you're getting fired, yes, you're going to feel disturbed and you may have this kind of like, wow, this doesn't feel great. Experience that moment. That's the whole, it's, life is giving you that experience to grow. That experience feels different. It doesn't mean it's bad or good, right? I posted this in one of our groups. I said, you know, if I tell you that there, you know, emo, there, emotions aren't positive or negative, what do you think, right? And that's the, emotions are a sign, right? They're like a, a boat bringing people to like food to an island. They give you a signal for it. It doesn't mean they're good or bad. It's the same thing with, with emotions and, and emotions are anger, fear, jealousy, love, joy, peace, all those different things, right? They're just, they're just bringing you a signal, right? To do those things in the moment where people go wrong with emotions is they allow to become the emotion after the event is happening that ends up running their life. 
if that makes makes sense for it. Because when you when you've attached yourself to an emotion, you then are anger most of the time, and then you become the preferred place to go is anger. Instead of just realizing like, wow, while I'm being punched in the face, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> while I'm being fired, yes, you're gonna feel disturbance. While you're dying, you may feel hurt, right? Just you're allowing that emotion, but you're allowing it to pass through you, right? You're just you're not blocking it. You're not trying to hold on to it. You're just experiencing it, and that's the way I've. I kind of see it in my own, my own view is like, you, you almost take this, it's almost like you want to look past your mind into life. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's how I see it. It's like you, you're, you're, the mind is closer to you than life is, right? You're, you are in there and your mind's closer to you. So you're listening to the mind narrate most likely what's going on around you, but you can, so you're, it's like, you're looking at the mind has different color glasses. Sometimes they're blue, sometimes they're red, sometimes they're black. And you're always looking through that. You can remove the glasses and just look directly into life. And that's where you get that direct experience with life. And that's when emotions show up, they're showing directly into you and you're experiencing that emotion, which is awesome. That's the whole point of being a human, but they're not good or bad. They're not labeled, they're just emotions. And if you're in tune to them, they can actually signal something to you before it becomes a sickness or before it becomes an issue that you can't get out of. It's just being a self, you know, we've talked a lot about this before, but it's about being self-aware when these emotions show up so that you can say, huh, there might be something here. I need to look at this, right? And that's, I think, part of being a good leader is to be able to look at other people's emotions and their body language, how they're acting, and try to get them through there um, faster so they don't become stuck or don't go down a path that they can't get out of. So we're talking about emotions, right? And, and, and using them as signals um, in here. In this particular case, when we read the email, you know, this lady was obviously getting an emotion of why isn't the business showing up? And she was frustrated. So that frustration kind of came in there. And instead of becoming frustration, she said, okay, maybe I need to look into this a little bit more. I'm experiencing life, which again, has different feelings of different variations of, of experiences. They feel different. There's a, a low note and there's a high note, right? And so there's, they're not good or bad. They're just there. And so for this individual, it was, it was kind of bringing it to the light of saying something's blocked. And we all know if you've listened to this podcast, like it, it's your energy. Your energy doesn't get sick. It's just blocked. And so the, when it was blocked, right, she needed to figure out what was blocking her. And that's what a lot of times these emotions bring back is where you're blocked um, in your business life or in your, in your, in your personal life. Um, and once you kind of figure that out, you can unblock them to obviously get their energy flowing again. But at the same time, and then it gives you clarity. It gives you a, a larger viewpoint. You can see things better. And as you do that, you end up becoming a fierce competitor in the business world. And you also become um, somebody who can go out there and build it without this major disturbance. If it doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen. But it doesn't mean you don't take action, right? It's like if a lion's chasing you, you don't lie down on the ground for it to eat you, you run. But I mean, and so that's the, that's the, the, you can only take somebody so far before they have to kind of experience it themselves, which is ultimately being able to recognize where you're, where you're attaching yourself to an outcome in business and you need to let that outcome go so then you can actually get the outcome or move to a different direction. Because if you're so attached to something, you may not see the other angle that's going to the right, right? You, you may need to look to your left. Um, and the only way you can do that is if you get outside of yourself. As you were talking a little bit earlier, I had this thought about, um, you know, like, okay, the leader is just a lot, like, Nothing is nothing in the business world is going to disturb you, right? You're going to let things go. If a result doesn't show up the way you want it to, you don't become it, you let it go. And then I think, well, that's, I mean, are people going to take advantage of that type of leader who, um, guess the results don't show up, but eh, 
we're okay. Like what, how do you, cause I know that's not really what you're saying, but to me, that's almost what you're saying is like, it doesn't really bother you. So d- does that mean that that leader could potentially be taken advantage of and like the, res- and the results aren't showing up? They don't care. Well, it's not that you don't care. I think that's a great question because I think people are, that's why I say it's such a fine line. It's not that you don't care for the result. It's what you're not caring about is you personally getting some fruit from the result. And so if the result's not showing up, then you deal with the employee. If somebody's not showing up, you, you fire them or dehire them or whatever you need to do. You're still interacting with life and you're interacting with results and accountability. Those never go away. In business, you need all of that in order to succeed. And a business needs cash in order to succeed, right? So you've got to be hitting results on those things. What you let go of, and this is what it goes back to, is you being so disturbed by that. If a result didn't happen, now you're flying off the handle and you fire your whole team. Instead of being able to say, okay, the result didn't happen. What do we need to do now? Is there an employee that needs to go? Do we need to redirect our focus? So you take a massive action. Again, you fight and let go. So it's not like you're just, you're not, you're just lying in a pool, right? With your favorite drink. You're taking massive action constantly. You're just not wrapping your personal self up into the outcome. So you can actually see why you didn't achieve it and, and what you need to do if you didn't achieve it. And if you did achieve it, you don't become this ecstatic person that then goes off the handle and then lose the focus again. I know we keep talking about it being such a fine line, which I think it is because I think of um, that leader, how that leader shows up, probably very um, calm and undisturbed by a lot of things. Like and Ray Dalio. Yes. And then I'm, but then I'm thinking uh, uh, that type of leader could be taken advantage of or could not be, perhaps not be taken as seriously unless it was backed up with everything that you just said, backed up with very clear directives, very clear accountability, and really holding people um, accountable to very clear results. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. I feel like that leader, I'm like, that that calm, kind of like cool, it doesn't, nothing yeah. disturb leader. I'm like, mm, I'm not really inspired by that. I, I need to know that like, if I don't perform, not me personally, but you know, like if I don't perform, there would be, consequences. Yeah. I think your mind's telling you like when you hear like not disturbed that somebody's not holding somebody accountable has nothing to do with that. It just means that when you're holding somebody accountable, if you're disturbed from that, that accountability is going to come out personally to that person. It's going to be like, so if somebody doesn't hit it and you're disturbed by this, you're going to be saying things that you probably shouldn't be saying. You're going to be operating from a different place. Instead of somebody doesn't hit the accountability, you walk in there with a very clear intention of what needs to happen. You put that person on a performance plan. There's accountability to it. You have so The thing is the actual accountability increases when you do this, because when you're no longer attached to that, you, the accountability of that increases dramatically. Well, and I, I mean, I totally agree with you, but you do have to have that dichotomy, I think, between the... Two, because you can't really just have one or the other. Yeah. And if the, for instance, like if you had, and it's a, it's a fine line, right? Because yes. that's, it's, you're walking on the tightrope because if you're somebody who is too lackadaisical, you're not going to attract talent because they're going to be yes. like, nobody cares. You're not pushing for anything. Yeah. That's not the organization you want to run. Right. Or on the other hand, if you have somebody who's so attached to the outcome, they're, they're, they're a hot mess everywhere. Right. Or right? like a dictator. Come, and, yes, yeah. exactly. Come in like, boom, like it's just there. And that's going to, that's going to defer from people people from being in their world. So you come to realize that I'm going to take massive action. I'm going to build something massive. I'm going to fight forward for this. I'm going to fight for my people. I'm going to fight for the results. I'm just letting go of me. <laughs> it's the perfect intersection between business and <laughs> spirituality. It's exactly right. Perhaps. Yes. Well, it is business meets spirituality. I mean, that is what it is. Yeah. It's, it doesn't mean but it's a very fine line. It, well, it is. And that's why it's, 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 
you work on it every day, mm-hmm. you, you know, and, and, and you can, and I think people naturally get into this. I can find myself when I'm getting, like, if things are going really well, like you can kind of take your foot off the gas, right? Like you can kind of slow down for a second versus, well, that's what I mean. If, if you're not attached to it and things are going really well, you're not attached to the outcome. So you're still pushing it forward. Right. And then, so it's, it's not like anything externally from that is derailing from you from holding that accountability or holding that result. And then when you're interacting with people, when people, when you're being held accountable from that leader who's found that line to walk, they don't, they don't feel like the person's attacking them. They're focused on the result and not them. And that's what I'm trying to, all of the language I'm trying to take people here is that you let go of you in any, as an employee, you let go of you as an employer, you let go of you as a manager, you just let go of you needing something from them. Then you take action. Again, it's the same action and you build something massively and you take massive action towards that. But that's how you use business or life, right? As this ability to let go of these things. And as you let go of them things, those things, right? You're going to grow deeper and have more sense of clarity. It's just, you reach this point where you see so clearly like how you interact with people and, and what they're doing. Again, we started this conversation. It doesn't mean you just let people run over you. It has nothing to do with that, but that's how people naturally go to. They go to that and like, oh, it must just be a weak leader. No, 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 no. You're actually a but very you powerful. You can leader. go, but that could become the case if yes. there wasn't the balance. Yes. Yes. Counter and counterbalance. Yes. Yeah. Which is why in business, there's specific tactics. There's a 12-week plan. There's a one three five. There's accountability. There's results. There's numbers. Numbers don't lie. Numbers aren't the bad guy. People like to think numbers are the bad guy. No. They're only the bad guy is if you've personally injected your own garbage or your own needs from that outcome into that conversation. And that's what I'm trying to strip away from people is that ability to no longer need something from that conversation and, and then focus on the result instead. It's like, and I, I hopefully just, you can listen to that multiple times and just hear that and then try it in your life. Try it for something small, right? There's a tack that you go out there. The next conversation you go into, walk into that conversation with not needing you needing to get something and focus on the result and watch what happens. You're no longer showing up with this hidden agenda. You're no longer showing up because the agenda is out in the open when it's no longer about you trying to get something, Right. And you just become very clear. And that's where radical conversations happen. That's where strategies can be employed. That's where you can look beyond those things. That's where people can tell you like, hey, I think you're wrong. I think you're right. I, mean, I mentioned Ray Dalio earlier because he talks about how people rate people out of after meetings, right? And everyone would get a rating. And he's a couple of times he showed up and he got like a two out of a 10. And he was like, huh, that stung a little bit. But then he just figured out, okay, what was that? And I think that's the part you can get to is, it's you take mass, you fight for the result and you fight for the business to succeed, but you let go of it needing to succeed because then you'll actually be able to lead in the way that you need to lead in our world right now. Hey, if you like this episode of Business Meets Spirituality, make sure to subscribe to this podcast before you go so you don't miss future episodes or visit our website, adamhergenrother.com. That's H-E-R-G-E-N-R-O-T-H-E-R to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcast. And don't forget, never give up on joy.